What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode six of the Cinemania Nightmare Show. We haven't done this show in quite a while since like the Halloween season, but we are back with this show. Hopefully, it can stay more regular than like the other shows. But I'm joined by a very good friend of the podcast and the channel from the Lucy Goes to Hollywood website, podcast, and YouTube page. The wonderful Lucy Bugless. How are you? Lucy, welcome to the show. Hi, Dwayne. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm very excited. Yes, yes, yes. So am I. Very nice to have you here. Uh, you was on our, you was on a couple of our uh, nightmares show in the past, so I, I found it only fitting and stuff. But um, today, I guess we're starting off with some sad news. I actually just remembered this. Um, so earlier today, the pop culture icon and one of the founding members of a very, very popular universe, uh, the Conjuring universe, uh, Lorraine Warren, the real Lorraine Warren, passed away today. Yeah, very, very sad. You're very sad to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I figured. I figured it's the nightmare show, and you know she's um she has become a, a, a great figure of the horror, you know, you know the horror, you know, uh, genre. So that's it's crazy. I did not realize this until I got out the theater today for La Llorona. But yeah. um, yeah, very very sad. Um, and then so just want to real quick say talk about the um talk about Vera Farmiga. She did a statement because as we all know, Vera Farmiga um plays Lorraine Warren in the Conjuring movies. Um and soon to be the Hannah Annabelle movies. But um she her statement says my dear friend Lorraine Warren has passed from a deep feeling of sorrow. A deep feeling of gratitude emerges. I was so blessed to have known her and I'm honored to portray her. She lived her life in grace and cheerfulness. She wore a helmet of salvation. She donned her sword, compassion and took a shield of faith righteous and was her breastplate and she has touched my life so love you lorraine you're you're waltzing with ed now oh because that's so because ed warren had passed away um not recently but like he's passed away as well so yeah very very sad any thoughts on this yeah no it was it was really sad because i think when when the news breaks you know you refresh your feed and there's about five different outlets that have picked it up so it was pretty obvious that it wasn't a hoax or anything you know so Mm -hmm. so, so when i saw that on my feed i think my heart just dropped because i thought she was so cool and you know i'd read a few of their books obviously you know i love the conjuring and stuff so it's very very sad but you know she's lived an awesome life and it's been amazing to have her on on the big screen and stuff so yeah Beautiful statement from Viva as well. It was really nice. Yeah, very, very beautiful. I know Patrick Wilson did a statement earlier as well, too. Um, it's very, yeah, I agree. You know, I'm, I appreciate her for letting us really, letting us, you know, uh, get involved in her life and what's happened as far as the movies go. I know she's done some books and she's done some, you know, she's very happy to see her leave. She left a happy i would say happy life but good lord what this woman has been through probably but um you know if she's happy i'm happy that she's had very lots of fun doing what she did as far as demonology and all that stuff um all right so today's show some horror stuff going on we'll talk about the child's play trailer that dropped yesterday um annabelle comes home a little trailer that dropped a few weeks ago we'll give our thoughts on that um and then american horror story season nine news um, and then Brightburn. And then, yeah, that should be the show. So first things first, um, Child's Play. 
So they announced this Child's Play movie a while back, and we saw a couple of first looks and a first teaser trailer. Then we had we finally got a new trailer this week, and Mark Hamill from Star Wars and a bunch of other stuff, of course, is playing the voice of the new Chucky. Um, and they did the, a lot of different things with this character and the the horror icon that were so like. That, that we know so well as far as Chucky. It's going to be pretty much, they modernized most of it. Uh, so Chucky is pretty much going to be like an AI kind of thing. And, you know, he, he's going to have like Wi-Fi. He's going to have his own app. And uh, I guess what, from what the trailer looks like, he's going to be controlling a lot of things. So he has a camera installed in him. Very, very modern stuff that's happened to our beloved Chucky. Uh, Lucy, what was your thoughts on the trailer that we got this week? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a weird one. Because I think a lot of people who've listened to my stuff or read my stuff know that I'm quick to bash like remakes and stuff. But right. I'm feeling cautiously optimistic actually you know like I'm kind of thinking this feels modern it feels different you know I love Aubrey Plaza so I'm excited to see what she brings to the table so I'm I'm kind of hopeful um it's very hard to follow on from such an iconic franchise though so I am a little worried however yeah. I will be seeing it I will be one of the first in line to go see it and, and hopefully it will it will do you know the rest of the franchise justice uh, right. yeah I thought the trailer was okay actually <laughs> not too bad yeah, I, I, you know, what's crazy is that I actually have, like, a lot of people are actually kind of bash. I won't say bashing, but, um, there are a lot of people, it's a, it's a beloved, like, character, and I get it, and a lot of people don't, it, it takes a while to embrace the new, you know, which is why, like, when certain movies get remade, or, I agree, I don't think, I think a lot of really, really good movies, like, horror movies especially, does, you don't need to remake it, like, the day, like, we'll get a day in, like, 2050, when they'll want to remake Hereditary, or something like that, and I'll just be, like, absolutely not, so I totally get where people are coming from, but sometimes you do have to accept change, and, you know, it's a new, this is gonna be, this is going to be, like, the start of a new era as far as, like, you know, because, like, kids that was our age, kids that was our age when we first got witness to Chucky, because I've, I've been watching Chucky since I was, like, you know, a little toddler. So, you know, I think it would be interesting to see, like, the new kind of generation get this feel. And But I another thing with that is that, like, I feel like the, the new doll of, the, of this generation is pretty much Annabelle. And we'll get into Annabelle in a minute, but I guess, you know, re rebooting Chucky is, like, rebooting Chucky is very, you know, it, it's okay. I, don't, I definitely don't mind it. I'm interested to see Mark Hamill do the voice and what else, like, he's going to do. There's a little, a little snippet at the end of the trailer of him doing the voice. Like, it wasn't much, but it was a little snippet. And he sounds intriguing, but he does sound like animated Joker from what from the 90s that he did. <laughs> um, and I also, I also really like that... I also really like that they're they kind of changed up the um actual doll as far as like his compatibilities and stuff because we all know like if a if it's 2019 a kid is not playing with the doll anymore unless it has some cool app with it. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand why they went that route. He's going to be Wi-Fi compatible and he has an app and, you know, he can do all this and that, all techie stuff. It makes so much sense, you know, as far as today's age. That's just my thing about it as well. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's cool that it's not just like a straight up remake of exactly what we're used to. You know, they're trying to bring new things to the table. So at least give them a chance, at least see if it works. Yeah, so I totally I agree. That. Yeah. And, and like, you know, well, then I, I know the one thing, the one thing that was going to bother me, um, but luckily they didn't do it, is that the, the, the child, the, the doll is called Buddy. It's not like, what do you, I don't remember what the doll was like in the original movies, like the actual name of the doll. Wasn't it like a, wasn't it like, I forget the name, but like the new call, the new doll, the brand is called Buddy, but mm-hmm. the doll, but it's still, he's still Chucky's because he was calling him Chucky in the um, trailer and stuff like that, you know? And um, yeah, so I guess that's interesting. And the cast is like really good too. So that's another reason why I'm all for it. Like Audrey Plaza, Mark Hamill as Chucky, um, Brian Tyree Henry. Like it's a really good, it's a really, really good cast. And um, so what do you think about, what did you think about older, older Andy? You know, a lot of people had some problems with that and that he's like older and like, we're so used to Andy being like literally like eight years old, but this guy looks like he's 13, 14. Yeah, I'm. I'm again. I don't mind, you know, because it's just nice to see something a little different. Uh, see if it works. Uh, like it's not just a complete remake. It's somebody a little bit older, kind of playing with like a sort of compatible uh, with Wi-Fi doll. So I don't know. Let's go for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like I say, cautiously optimistic. So you know, when June rolls around, I think we get it in June. Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what how that goes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a, I'm also a huge um Audrey Plaza fan. I think she's great yes. as well. Um what do you okay, and last but not least, what do you think of the actual new look of the doll? Yeah, creepy. You know? Creepy. Yeah. Um like, a, a lot creepier than the original, actually. Like big eyes and everything. Yeah, yeah like about dolls that uh, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> they can you be know, like, you know what I noticed? I noticed that, like, because the other, ch- like, this one looks very, it looks more, like, playful, and yeah. that's why it's creepy. The other one already looked weird to begin with, you know what I mean? And then when they when they did those, like, soft reboots, it wasn't really a reboot because it was still the same uh, storyline and characters, but, like, when they did those, like, those Renaissance movies from, like, like it was, like, Chucky 4, like, 5, 6 you know, like the what was what was the what was one of them? It was uh uh the the curse of Chucky in those movies. Yeah, they um, like Bride of Chucky when he got married and that kind of thing, or you know, it was it was very weird. <laughs> yeah, like the like when they went to that route with the curse of something with the blank of Chucky, um the seed of Chucky's by far the worst. I thought the uh oh, that's horrendous seed of Chucky is so bad. I yeah, it was the curse of Chucky and then it was um cult the cult of chucky i didn't even see that one because it looks so bad but yeah. that doll looks awful so i mean those yeah. the, the, when they when they redid that doll for those last two movies those straight to dvd ones that doll looked really bad so this one actually looks i think i think what works so well with it is that it does look so much more playful so it's much more creepier to see a playful thing now actually yeah. target a kid um yeah so i mean i mean yeah so i'm right there with you i'm interested and i'm intrigued to see how it goes and stuff like that i hope it's good because the cast is good um and um it it doesn't it doesn't look too it doesn't it doesn't like they're they're trying to do too much as well it looks like it's still very grounded 
and stuff like that. So I, I see a lot of traps in, as well, too. So that's going to be interesting. All right. Yep. So let's move on to Annabelle Comes Home. This trailer came out, I think, like two weeks ago. And basically, it's just another installment, a third installment to the Annabelle franchise, the third movie. Uh, what do you think about this trailer? <laughs> so I saw this before Pet Cemetery. Actually, I went to see that the other week. Um, and mm-hmm. it was the first time seeing it. On, like, the first time I saw the trailer was on the big screen. So obviously, it's a little bit more atmospheric in that sense it's kind of nice that i saw that and yeah man it creeped me out i think that final shot where she's like under the cover i was like oh lord i do yeah not. <laughs> yeah really <good> I, <laughs> I i totally i totally agree i am um, what's interesting about this one is that this is they're finally like they're not doing anymore. They're not doing any more like Annabelle stories of like another family. This is this is this is still like the this is back to the the, the Lorraines. So it's when they yeah. it's when she first goes into the house, which is like you know very interesting because I still the first scene of the Conjuring, the first glimpse of the like a, a monster or whatever is Annabelle. You start off with Annabelle in that first Conjuring movie, which I've always loved and everything. And you always wonder, like, what it, what was it like when she was in that box, you know, and stuff like that. So it's going to be... I, I'm right there with you. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, and I'm very excited. Uh, what do you think... Do you have any thoughts on, like, the, you know, Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson being in this one. I feel like they're only going to have, like, a cameo. It won't be it won't be the whole film, because they are still doing Conjuring 3. Yeah, no, I think this is good, because, um obviously, Annabelle is so iconic to the Warrens. Like, she was a doll that actually existed, and, and they did lock her in, in this room, and, you know, it said, like, positive, we do not open and stuff. So it's cool to sort of see them with her again, and, and certainly after the horrible news about uh, Lorraine, it's nice to kind of, right. this can be almost like a final tribute to them, you know, which is right. nice. Um, and I know Conjuring 3 is coming up, but, but you know, but I, I just, I like this, you know, I, I just, I thought the trailer looked really cool. There's a lot of good suspenseful moments, some questionable acting at, at points, but <laughs> <laughs> as, as there is sometimes in horror films, but I think fundamentally the story looks good and it really creeped me out. Like I was just sat there, like in the cinema. Right. Full on like jump scares and stuff. I was like, oh man, like that's just a trailer. Like it's, it's it has potential, you know. Yeah, I totally um I totally agree because uh, I watched this trailer. I remember it. I did see it in front of um Pet Cemetery as well, and I actually when it when it came out, I saw it. You know, for the first time when it came out on my phone. You know, watching it real quick and stuff. Very interesting. I'm very interested to see because I know it's going to be heavily based on like the daughter and stuff like that so um that's gonna be very interesting and i've always and i always love uh vera farmiga as lorraine warren and i always love what she brought to that table and stuff you know uh one thing i could say about the conjuring universe is that they they cast really well for the most part really well like the female protagonist um as far as like annabelle creation had a good one i know the nun even though some people don't like it i i I liked tasia farmiga um and then recently i la llorona like Linda Cardellini is really good in it. I saw it today. Um, are you seeing that? Are you seeing that at some point, by the yeah, way? I would love to see it. I'm not sure if it's out here yet. I'm not quite sure. Oh. I'm going to out for it for sure. I'm really yeah. excited. I, so I saw, we, Alex and I saw that today. It was okay. Um, Linda Far, but Linda Cardellini is like the best part. And that's what I love about these 
Conjuring Universe films that they the uh, the female protagonist is always really nice to watch and you know as far as like their reaction and the emotions and the emotes and stuff like that it's really good so I definitely yeah. agree Annabelle comes home looks pretty interesting I enjoyed Annabelle creation not so much Annabelle the first one but Annabelle creation was fun um, and this one seems like it's gonna be good too so I'm excited for it uh, all right so next we have. American Horror Story news. So American Horror Story finally released some details on their next season. And the next season, they had like a little teaser, a couple, couple, like last week, I believe. And the next season will be basically an 80s slasher homage. Um, and it's going to be titled 1984. And I've no, <laughs> what I saw somebody on Twitter say, what, what, what the hell is so important about the, about the year of 1984? Because um, we have this AHS American Horror Story 1984, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out next year. And then we have a, there was like a horror movie that came out last summer called Summer of 84. So I don't know what's going on with 1984, but I see a lot of, a lot of studios seem to like that year, apparently. But uh, what did you, what do you think about this news about American Horror Story? Are you excited to see what they come up with? And are you nervous? What do you think? I'm so excited because I feel like the, the early seasons of American Horror Story, you know, Coven, um, Murder House, uh, I loved uh, Freak Show as well. Freak Show was great. And then it went mm-hmm. downhill for a little bit for me. Yeah. I yeah. really disliked Hotel. I thought that really sucked, to be honest. Like, I just, I stopped watching Hotel. I just, I just couldn't. Same, same. Yeah, a lot of people did. So I'm, I'm really, this looks like a good plot. You know, I know we don't know a lot about it, but this looks like it's bet back to classic American horror story, and I really hope that's the case. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree because um Hotel, I was intrigued, and then I started watching it and I was like, This is horrific. Um and then I think the season after that was I was it that one when they were in the woods? Something uh, I didn't like that one either. Um, and then it went, and then they did American Horror Story Cult, and I thought Cult was okay, but mm-hmm. it was a little, it was a little too on the nose with the political stuff. But um, I thought it was okay because sometimes, especially in America, you want to get away from that political stuff. But um, it was like on the nose about you know the election and this and yeah. that and all that stuff, and I'm not a fan of that. And then. And then the next one was Apocalypse after that. And I didn't watch Apocalypse because I just wasn't really... I was like, eh, all right. Um, but but this one, I, I'm right there with you. Like, I love me my slashes. That's my favorite horror genre. That's my favorite horror genre to go. Like, I can go through... I don't just watch slashers, like, you know, when it's Halloween time. Like, I, I, I love going back to the slasher genre, whether I'm watching a classic movie, a newer movie. I feel right now Hollywood is kind of, like, I feel Hollywood is kind of afraid of doing slashers, like, good slashers anymore, because, like, you know, it feels like what's what peop- what the studios are focused on right now are the paranormals and all that stuff, and that's fine, but I love slasher movies, and um, that's one of the reasons why I'm very excited for Child's Play, even though it's a reboot, um, but I, I, I want like a fresh slasher and I think, mm-hmm. and I think, um, American Horror Story doing this eighties, uh, slasher homage is a good way to get some new slasher gems into my, into yeah. my mind and stuff. And like, you know, and it's like another thing that's interesting too, is that doing a slasher TV show is very hard. Yeah. Um, 
because like especially when you want to keep having a, a bunch of seasons and stuff but the great thing about American Horror Story is that each season is different so they don't have to worry about oh how do we do this for next season and the other season and, and that's where slasher slasher TV shows kind of fall you know kind of like get really faulty because the Scream one I like the Scream one um, when it, you know, the first season, I thought it was actually kind of fun. I didn't like that they had to, they had to have like a new, a new mask and everything. And I didn't, I didn't like the backstory of the killer. I, I thought they went to another, another like two paranormal, but because Scream is just like supposed, to, it's supposed to be a random, a random dude who's mad and or whoever, you know. <laughs> um, and that's yeah. what I love about it and stuff. But they kind of went the route of, oh, it was about a kid who died and blah 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 blah. Um, I didn't like that. So, and then the second season was not good because, like, slashers are really, really hard to keep doing as far as a se- like uh, a series go. So I'm excited for this because it's going to be one season of the story and stuff like that, and it's going to be a, a killer going after them with a big knife is what we saw in the teaser. So yeah. I'm very, very, very excited for it as well. Yeah, it should be a great cast as well. I know it's a shame. I don't think Evan Peters is coming back for this one, but I think the rest of the cast is still pretty strong from what we know. Um, it's just going to be awesome, you know, like you say, seeing a, a televised sort of serialized slasher thing. I really hope it goes well. I'm like, come on, guys. You know, you've done this before. <laughs> you've done well before you can do it again. You know, I'm right. really hopeful because, like, I'm totally with you. The first few seasons were great, and then it just kind of had this really weird, like, decline. And I was like, oh, man. So this was good news for me. I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful. I just hope that it doesn't, like, let me down, to be honest. Yeah, I totally am. Right, I'm honestly right there with you. It seems like we're both on the same page throughout this entire episode. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm right there with you because I, I love slasher films. Of course, Scream is, like, my number one slashers. And I think, I honestly think, like, one of the best, and I hope we get, like, some more slasher movies coming out soon. Yeah. Um, I like last year. I mean, the last slasher I can remember was Hellfest. I did not like Hellfest, um, but you know, I I just love being in a, in a crowded audience when it comes to slasher movies. So I do hope we get some more soon, eventually. As far as TV shows too, like one of my favorite times, um, a couple summers ago was coming home and late at night. It was that Scream show was on the first season. And I bought the Blu-ray and everything. Do you remember that? I don't know if you guys had it over there, but do you remember that show Scream Queen? Uh no, was it called Scream Queens? Yeah, Scream Queens that uh, came out with with yeah. um yeah with uh God why am I forgetting her name? Was that She's like Emma Roberts was that her? Yeah, Emma Roberts. Um, let me see the cast. It was a really good cast. The second season was bad, but the first yeah, season was so much fun. Um, the first season had Ariana Grande. It had um like I'm it was have this you know yeah yeah it was so fun. It was um. It had it was like it was such a fun season. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Abigail Breslin, Kiki Palmer, <laughs> Billy Lord, uh, Leah Michelle. I loved the first season. I actually had that as well. Um, but yeah, you know, I I'm always for the slasher TV series or slasher movies coming back. But um, all right. So last but not least on this episode, let's talk about Brightburn. So. Uh-huh. Brightburn is of course produced by James Gunn. wasn't It wasn't uh, directed or written by him, but it was he produced it. So he's like a you know responsible for a lot of a lot of the whole process of the movie and the what it's about and all that stuff. And basically, it's a horror horror story of Superman. Um, pretty much, you know, the same beats and stuff like that. It literally looks like a horror version of Man of Steel. 
but it looks really, really fun. It looks so great. The second trailer came out like a couple weeks ago. Second trailer came out, and it was so riveting in what they're doing. But I know you wanted to, you know, talk about Brightburn. So let's get your thoughts on it. Yeah, no, this is one of my most anticipated um, films of the summer, actually. It just looks absolutely fantastic, you know. Um, Like, ever since I saw the first trailer, I've just been completely captivated by it. You know, the idea of... You know, you have a kind of an uh, alien being kind of crushed Earth. And yes, you know, it's Superman-esque, but it's evil. Mm -hmm. Anything, man, that's so cool. It gave me like serious like Chronicle vibes. I don't know if you ever saw that film. Yes, I I own Chronicle. I love Chronicle. So great. So, you know, obviously, you know, their their lives become sort of chaotic when they discover they can do evil things with their new powers, right? So I'm kind of interested to know where this goes. And the, the child actor in it got his name somewhere uh Jackson A. Dunn, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks so good. Like I'm just like the, the trailer just looked incredible. Honestly, I've seen it like about three or four times now. And every time I've seen it, I've turned to my other half being like, can we go, can we go, can we go? Like I want to get now. This is like as hyped as I was for like us, for example. You know, I just I think we're doing so well with horrors at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree because this one I was there I was very interested when I heard about it. Then when I saw that first trailer, I was very, very like excited and intrigued at how it's a very unique kind of concept of like, you know, we're all all this all these superhero stories kind of like, oh, we had this new person on our planet or this new, you know, powerful being that can do so much good. As far as, you know, as far as the world and can protect us. And the the Chronicle does that really well. Michael B. Jordan, Dane DeHaan, so great. Um, but Chronicle does that well. We're like, yeah, we would all do what they were doing if they had, if we suddenly had powers. We would like, we would like, you know, pay, play little pranks on people and then, and then eventually want to become superheroes and play football in the air and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But then one of them becomes so obsessed with that power and he didn't have a really good home life. So he took that depression and, and sadness and used his power to take it out on people. And that's really scary and stuff. And like, he was very, Dane DeHaan was so great. I remember um, when he had to become like a villainous kind of character and stuff like that. Cause like, you know, it's frightening with someone so powerful that can do these things and Brightburn is what that is. Like you think this person, yeah. this little, you think this little kid would want to be like, Oh, I'm gonna go save everybody and stuff. But he's like taking out that scene when he's, um, that scene in the diner with that woman and stuff, uh, when he does whatever to her eye and then, and then he blows open the, the freezer door, which I've worked in a diner before. Those doors are not like, they're not easy doors to get into. Um, <laughs> so that are already resembled a lot of his power. And then the way, and then the shot when he's staring at her and then just charges at her and like full Superman type speed is so oh, scary, yeah. but it looks so good. And like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it as well too. It looks so unique, you know, it's like, Yes, we've had we've had dark um, superhero films recently, but I haven't seen mm-hmm. one this dark. You know, yeah. so not as a central character anyway. So this is this is really promising. I'm so excited. So it comes out May 24th over here. I'm not sure when it comes out over there. Um, it comes out in June here. June. <laughs> oh, it does. That's yeah. <laughs> um, you things late. It's not fair. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I'm I'm really bummed because I saw that you guys. I, I I was it I know was it you guys that just got eighth grade 
Yes, literally. That is bull. <laughs> I, I would have been so upset. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was all over film Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, eighth grade, eighth grade. So I looked it up, and it was just, like, not even in our cinema. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and I noticed, like, posters are going around. I'm like, I'm like eighth, the eighth grade Blu-ray is sitting nicely in my room, just like, <laughs> and, they, and they just got it. I was like, damn, that... That sucks, but um. I am seeing that very soon, though. So finally. <laughs> finally, I hope I hope everyone, I hope all of our UK friends love it, cause like that's a, that was one of my favorites of last year. I think yeah. that came in like my number five of my favorites from last year. Oh, um, nice. but yeah, I definitely enjoyed. I definitely, definitely enjoyed eighth grade. It was snubbed a lot the, during the Oscars, but yeah. um, at least the um. At least, you know, with the uh, with the other a, a lot of other awards was, you know, nominating it for stuff and stuff like that. And um, yeah, great film. I'm excited. But Brightburn, I am definitely excited for that as well. I didn't realize it was coming out next month, so it's very soon. I know, I know, this is gonna be a movie that's gonna be playing in the Dolby theaters over here, which is the which is like you know the sound incorporated theaters that just like oh, focus oh, on oh. all the big movements and like your chair moves around when like sound goes off so i can already tell it's going to be one of those kind of movies and i'm excited to see it but um yeah that looks like that looks like that's what we got for today's um nightmare show um lucy thank you for coming on i really really appreciated you coming on this episode yeah, it's, it's been a blast. Like, there's some really like exciting things coming up, and I think there was a, this was a largely positive podcast, so that's quite nice to see. So, <laughs> hopefully, actually, you know, lives up to our expectations. Let's keep our fingers crossed for that one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, all these movies are really, really good. Or oh, and the um, American Horror Stories show. Hopefully, yeah. all of it's all of it's really good and it works out. Um, are you seeing any upcoming movies in the next cup in the next week or so? Next week is Endgame, so yes. yeah. Yes, I- so it's a um, it's a public holiday um, this Monday. So I'm going to see Greta finally again. We didn't get Greta until just recently, which sucks. So wow. I, right, I, I know. So you saw Greta. Um, I did, but did. Yeah. So I, you know, what I think of that. I'm cautiously, you know, I'm a bit nervous about this after seeing some average reviews, but looking forward to that. And obviously, Endgame too. As soon as that's out as well. <laughs> yeah, when are you um when are you I think they had I think last night was the London premiere of Endgame. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, it was. So um um so when are you seeing that? Uh it comes out officially. I've just got it up here just so I can actually give some factual information. 25th of April is our official like proper date. Okay, so, so literally everyone Yeah. Actually, I think that's why they, because before it was gonna like for us, it was gonna be the week after. But I think yeah. that's I think that's why they pushed it up over here as well, so so that it can it can come out um the same way it comes out in the UK because they just want to limit as much spoilers as they can. Exactly. Um, how are you doing with spoilers? Are you are you like muting some words on Twitter and stuff like that? Yeah, I've muted so much. I'm trying to kind of limit my Twitter like presence at the moment, just you know, right. just for personal reasons, but also because of spoilers, because I know what people are like. Um, yeah, it's, it's a shame we have to say that. To be honest, it's a shame that it's like don't bloody spoil things on the internet. Come on, guys, you know, like people have been waiting for this film. Like it's so silly that we even have to say that. 
I, I, I told listen, I totally agree as well. Like I for me, I've muted a bunch like I muted so much words on Endgame. I am turning off I turned off comments for anything that we post on Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm not looking at any comment sections or uh, regarding any movie um until I see it because I know if I know if I like open a comments on like oh someone talking about like someone talking about eighth grade or something, you know, something will be there for yeah. Endgame, you know, someone to sneak one there and stuff. And last year, that's what happened. I opened one of the, uh, one of the comment, like it was on Facebook and one of the uh, Marvel posted something like, you know, it was like a little TV spot. They posted like, Oh, Endgame. I mean, the infinity war, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was like two weeks before. And then I clicked on, it. I'm like, Oh, I wonder what people are saying about it. If they're excited. And I, and uh, I, I saw like two spoilers, you know, um, when I opened it and I was like, Oh my God, no. So this year, I learned my lesson, and I'm not checking any comment sections regarding any movies until I see it, because people are horrible some da- sometimes and stuff. But I'm definitely excited. All right, so um, any anything coming up on your podcast? And I know you started your YouTube channel, which yeah. is con- congrats on that. So anything going on as far as the world of Lucy? Yeah, so we have episode three and four of my podcast coming up really soon. Uh, episode three should be the end of this month, and then episode four will be the month after that. Um, I've got. I don't know if you follow Harris Dang on Twitter. I do. Uh, I saw. Yeah, hi, shout out to Harris if you're listening. Hi, Harris. So I'm talking <laughs> about Harris tomorrow. Really excited. We're going to be talking about head injury films, classic Harris, um, mm-hmm. which will be awesome. Uh, and I had an awesome discussion with a guy called David Goldthorpe about animated films as well. So that that's the one that's coming out at the end of the month. Um, nice. Myself busy, you know. I just don't sleep, basically. <laughs> but it's been an absolute blast doing all of this. I mean, YouTube is a bit up in the air because I'm not good in front of the camera yet, but we'll get there. Um, yeah. Podcasts, we're doing really well. And obviously, coming on things like this is awesome as well. So thanks again. I really appreciate it. Hey, hey, you're a great friend to the podcast and, and, to, and to all of us. So I'm, we're always very, very happy to have you on whenever you have the time in your busy schedule. Um, I had a day off today. So I was like, yes, Lucy, hey, <laughs> um, what are you doing? <laughs> so, so it's great, especially with the time change. I've, I've, I've gotten so used to um, the UK time because I have so many, I do so many shows with people from the UK. Everyone's great. Um, it's been awesome. Twi- I'm, I'm definitely happy that I got a Twitter last year um, because, you know, then I, w- I wouldn't have met people like you and Shannon and Meg from the page and stuff like that. And everyone's been great. So, and, you know, Zobo with the shotgun, her tweets are always so funny. Yeah, so she's, cool. she, she's great. So yeah, everyone's been awesome this week. All right, guys. So, Pretty much coming up this week on our uh, channel is tonight we have the review for The Curse of La Llorona. That'll be going up with me and Tyler. Tomorrow we'll have Cinemania Live with Shannon. And Sunday we'll have the box office beatdown with Larry and Throne Watch with whoever comes on that show. But um, thank you guys for joining us, Lucy. Thank you once again. Let everyone know where they can just find you and all your stuff. Yeah, for sure. So across the board, if you just type in LGTH blog or Lucy Goes to Hollywood, either one, it'll pop up. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on YouTube now um, and also SoundCloud. So I'm kind of getting around. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm very, very happy to see it. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.